Hey, Course Creator, and welcome to episode 69 of Think Big, Move Fast. I am so excited that you're here, and I am so excited to be here because we are going to continue our conversation around money and business and decision-making and all things self-employment and courses, and I just have been really on this tangent lately about what is going on under the surface with business owners around making decisions to create online courses, around decisions to grow their businesses, around decisions to spend money, around decisions to grow and expand and become somebody that you want to become. And I'm just having a great time talking about this stuff. And in episode 68, I shared 20 jobs that I quit in 20 years. And the feedback that I got on that episode was hysterical. People were like, you had how many jobs now? What? And then somebody actually pointed out to me that you could probably identify who my bosses were if you did some just minor digging on the internet because all that information is out there. And to which I responded, who's got time for that? And also like, who cares who those people were? But thank you for that feedback nonetheless. I think it was more of a warning around you know, how much information you should share on a podcast or on the internet. And I appreciated it, but I was like, nah, they fucking know. <laughs> Those people know how they did or did not impact my life because I fucking told them. <laughs> so we'll just put that fear to rest right now. So this week, I want to talk about poker. And I know that that really has no place in the course creation industry. Uh, but you know what? I love poker and I love to gamble. And I am gearing up in one month to go to Las Vegas. This is going to be the first time I'll be on a plane in nearly two fucking years and I can't wait. I am turning 40 on December 17th and I decided a while back that I was going to turn 40 in Las Vegas. And so I am a poker player. I am a gambler. I love slot machines. I do it all. And I want to talk about gambling as a tool to hone your decision-making skills. And I want you to stick with me on this because I know that some of you are gonna wanna judge. You're gonna wanna turn your nose up at the fact that I gamble. And you know, that's fine. Totally judge away, my friend. But first, let me try to change your mind about how gambling is not the devil's work and how it can actually make you a better decision-maker. It keeps you sharp and it helps you to move away from being risk averse. Now, I gave a talk on this in October to a group of women entrepreneurs and they fucking loved it. And I actually stood on stage and I taught the whole room a poker game that I play very frequently with my family. All my family are gamblers. Not a single one of us have an actual gambling problem. I don't feel like I need to say that, but I feel like I need to say that for people listening who are judging about gambling, that the judgment comes when we associate it with a bad personality trait, or we associate gambling with people who are loose with their money or who make bad life choices. Uh, I don't remember the last time I made a bad life choice with money that was so bad that left my family in dire straits. And so I'm just going to tell you flat out, I don't have a gambling problem, <laughs> but I could <laughs> because I love it that much. But I'm not actually going to talk about gambling in terms of like the mechanics of it. I want to talk about it in terms of 
building that risk awareness and building that risk tolerance in relationship to building a business. Now, there was a time in my life, not that long ago, where if I had been invited to a poker table, my first thought would have been, I can't afford that. I definitely would have loved to have sat at that poker table or gone into that casino. But the thought in my head around money and scarcity around money was such that I would not let myself do that because in my mind, I did not have money to waste because I saw gambling as a waste. Obviously, I feel very differently about that now. But I know that some of you think starting a business, building an online course, spending money on your business to take it a place it's never been is a waste. You see it, interestingly enough, as a gamble, as something you have no control over. And what that means is that you're not risk tolerant. The good news is you can become risk tolerant. I recommend sitting down at a poker table, losing hundreds of dollars and being willing to continue to play. Not in a, I have a gambling problem kind of way, but in a, I want to learn from my mistakes kind of way. So there's two sides to gambling. One is you sit down, you lose your money, you freak out, you swear a lot, you flip the table, and then you double down because you think you're going to get your money back. That's when it's a problem. I don't have that problem. The other side of gambling is, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have bet on that pair of tens. I won't do it again. Yes, I'm going to take money out of my pocket and put it on the table, but I'm going to learn from the burn and I'm going to do something differently next time. So when I get the pair of tens again, I know, oh, that's not good enough. <laughs> I need something a lot better than a pair of tens to take the money off the table. That's how life works. And I love that this is how business works. We think that because we've spent money on our businesses, that we've been burned in some way, whether it's that you took a program, you hired a coach, you invested in a conference, you traveled across the country, none of that worked out. You see that as meaning it will never work out. When things don't work out for me, I go looking for more money to say, okay, all right, well, that was definitely not it. Those pair of tens were definitely not it. Let's see if we can get a pair of kings next time. Let's see if we can get trip aces. Let's see if we can get a full fucking house. Let's see if we can get a royal straight flush. Because those exist. They're options. That is a real fucking option when you sit down at a poker table. And if you don't play cards, I know none of this means anything to you. But just know that what I'm sharing with you is information that helps you to blow your mind wide open to the possibility that just because you fell down doesn't mean you can't get back up. So this week I was having a conversation with, uh, she's not a client, and I would say she's not a potential client either, uh, simply because of where her mindset is at around the money she's already spent on her business and the hesitation around spending it again. And I can see it like a wet paper bag wearing her down. I've had several conversations with her now. And really the frustration around, look, I have already spent this money, Heather. 
But what I keep pointing out to her is that spend has not alleviated the frustration. You're frustrated with spending that money. That's the external part. The internal part is that you haven't actually gotten the result you want. And because there's a hesitancy to gamble on ourselves, I say it all the time, I bet on myself. What does it mean to bet on yourself? It means you're taking a fucking gamble. You are being someone who is willing to be wrong about yourself in an effort to move forward. So when I say bet on yourself, I mean take the money out of your goddamn pocket, put it on the table and kiss it goodbye if that's what it takes to get more information to move forward. And yes, I say it matter-of-factly because I'm a gambler. I know that every time I put money on the table, I'm going to get information back in the form of cards, playing cards. And those cards are going to tell me whether or not I've got a fucking prayer in hell of winning that hand. On the business side of things, last year I took $30,000 out of my pocket, put it on the table... And barely even got a pair of deuces out of it. I had to do a lot of work, mindset work, thinking, making meaning, banging my head against the wall to come back from that. And it would have been so easy for me to say I am never spending money on my business again. But here's what I know. Spending that money taught me what I didn't want to do. And I say it every time I talk about this. It taught me what I didn't want to do. And it also gave me a ton of information about an industry where I now live and breathe. That it was worth spending the money. It's not the result I wanted. It wasn't the trip aces. It wasn't the full house. It wasn't the royal straight flush. It was a pair of fucking deuces. But it kept me in the game and I learned something. Now, it might be hard for you to go from where you are to a poker table mentally, to literally throw money on a table, willing to lose it. But that is what has to happen if you're going to elevate your game, literally and figuratively here, if you're going to elevate your business, if you're going to become the kind of entrepreneur who bets on themselves, what that means is you have to be willing to part with your money or your time If you listen to episode 67, I think it was, where I talked about time and money, you've got to be willing to part with one or the other. But if you're not willing to part with your money and you're only willing to part with your time, you also can't show up bitching and complaining about how this isn't working. It takes time for it to work if you're not going to bet on yourself in a big way. If you're going to piecemeal it together over and over and over again, trying to get that course out into the world, of course that's going to be frustrating. Of course that's going to take twice as long as you think it's going to take or should take. But unless you're willing to pull out your visa or pull out cash and put your money where your mouth is to show yourself, but also show your customers that you're willing to bet on yourself, you don't get to play the game the way the rest of us play the game. And I know some businesses, some business owners just don't have the money. But what I'm saying is you can find it. You can turn $1 into $10 at a poker table. You can turn $10 into $100 at a poker table. And guess what? 
You can turn $1 into $10 in your business. You can turn $10 into $100 in your business. I turned $30,000. That was a glorified fucking mistake. The biggest mistake I thought I'd ever made in my life. I should not have continued to spend money on my business after that. That's how bad that was for me. But the very next thing I did was find $5,000 more and went right back into the game. I got right back on that fucking horse. And kicked and screamed all the way to the point where I had something I could sell. I stayed in the game. And I'm sure to the outside world that looked maniacal. That looked like I had lost my mind. That looked like I had a gambling problem. I'm addicted to the chase. But let me tell you something real true here. I turned that $30,000 into $300,000. I 10X'd it. Which like happens when I sit down at a poker table. But when I first sat down at a poker table, after years of feeling like I can't spend money on myself as a woman, as a mom, as a person with a mortgage, as a wife, oh, I can't have things for myself. I would sit and play with $20, $30. That was all I thought I could afford to lose, which is a good rule when you're gambling. You should only spend the money you're willing to lose. But until I started playing with hundreds of dollars, I couldn't win hundreds of dollars. So now when I sit down at a poker table, I sit down with $150, $200, $250, willing to lose that money. 100%, you have to be willing to lose it but also willing to learn the lessons that losing that money is going to teach me. There is no emotion attached to money. It is totally fucking neutral. We're the ones all up in our heads making it mean we're bad people because we're throwing money away. It was easy for me to think, oh my God, I'm just throwing money away, but I have to feed my kid and I have to pay my mortgage and my car payment is due and I don't have gas money. None of that was true. Those were just all thoughts in my head. I've never run out of gas because I didn't have money. My mortgage has always been paid. We've always been fed. The roof doesn't leak. The money is there. We just keep restricting ourselves from the idea that we can have it, enjoy it, spend it, and part with it. Maybe the idea of losing money, wasting your time, wasting your money is too much for you. So try this on for size. You're just parting with it. It comes back to you. I played poker just yesterday for eight actual hours. My bladder was going to explode at the end of the day because I didn't want to get up from the table. Because when I get up from the table, I miss moves. I miss the chance to learn. We don't even want to eat. We just want to play cards. We played for eight actual hours. I showed up with $160. I left with $160. Not a penny more, not a penny less. My mom always calls me because she plays too. We're both fanatical about poker and gambling. She called me and she said, how'd you do? I went, I broke even. And she went, oh, so like you lost a few bucks? And I went, no, <laughs> I literally broke even. I went with money. I came home with the same amount. Penny for penny, I came home with the same amount. And she went, holy fuck, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I won $155. And I was like, oh my God, that's fantastic. So you made money and I played for free all day long. 
And she was like, oh, that's such a good way of looking at it. Yeah, you're not in, you're not out. You had eight hours of entertainment for free. And I was like, yeah, it's just about how we think about these things. And yeah, at points I was like, hey, Ma, can you lend me 40 bucks? I'm not ready to go home, but I'm going to be out of this game in a hot minute. And then I would win and I'd be way back up again. But the point was that I wasn't heartbroken over being out. The point wasn't that I was destroyed, you know, as a person or I was a bad person because I was going to borrow more money to stay in the game. I assessed the situation and I decided, no, I'm good for another 40 bucks. I'm going to keep playing. And I didn't need it, but I was willing to go into the hole to keep having fun. Just as I was willing to go into the hole to keep my business afloat. For some reason, we have decided as a society that debt is a bad thing. But it's just an investment. I haven't played poker in two months. My family's hunting. My mom's got a bad knee and she's looking for surgery. There's all kinds of things going on with my sister. And so she can't collaborate and come together so we can play poker. So it's been two actual months. So, of course, when I sit down at a poker table after two months, I'm not getting up for anything. And so, yes, you go into debt to get what you want. It does not make you a bad person. It does not mean you're irrational. It does not mean that you're frivolous. It does not mean that you're wasting time or money. And you can replace the word poker here with business at any point, my friend. It is the same animal. We are afraid of being wrong. We are afraid of the shame around, holy fuck, I just lost $150. Instead of looking at, holy fuck, I just spent eight hours playing poker with $150. It was $160 actually. With $160. That's 20 bucks an hour. You can't do very much for fun for 20 bucks an hour these days. Let me just put that out there. But from a business perspective, all we see is that final number. We don't see what it will yield us in the end. So I played poker for eight hours. Sure, it's a game, but you better believe when I come home, I fell right into bed and went right to sleep and woke up this morning at 10 o'clock, just beat to a fucking snot because my brain was working for eight straight hours problem solving. Poker is an incredible animal to teach you how to problem solve, to assess information in rapid fire speed, to make decisions with only what you see in front of you, to not make assumptions, to not play the other person's hand, to bet on yourself. Literally and figuratively, I bet on those cards. I don't play other people's hands. I don't give a fuck what they have. I know based on my risk aversion or my risk tolerance I know the answer to one question and one question only, and this is what I want you to take away from this episode. Are you in or are you out? You're not half in, you're not half out. You're not piecing it together. You're not a hope and a prayer trying to put it together. You are in or you are out. And if you are in, you put your money on the table and you deal with whatever you get put in front of you. Whatever cards are dealt to you, then you make decisions. But we are super conditioned, especially as entrepreneurs, especially as new entrepreneurs, to not invest in an idea until it works. But I'm going to tell you something right now. You cannot get enough information to know if that idea is going to work until you pay to play. 
until you pay to play, you're not getting those cards. You're not finding out the processes. You're not seeing what works and what doesn't. You're not getting the opportunity to see, is a pair of 10s any good? Because you've already decided, no, a pair of 10s isn't good enough. But you know what? I win poker games all the time with a pair of 10s. I win poker games all the time with a pair of deuces. Sometimes you get trip aces. Sometimes you get a full house. Sometimes you get a royal straight flush. But most often, you land in the middle with what could be deemed a shit fucking hand, and you gotta play anyway to find out what happens. It is not gambling. The cards are going to fall the way they're going to fall. The only thing you can control is whether you're in or you're out. Always. So I'm talking to this not real potential client this week, Two of them, actually, I've had this conversation twice in the last couple of weeks with clients uh, who people who get on the phone with me, they want my help, but they don't want to pay for it. And so they're trying to, you know, wiggle their way into getting just enough information to move forward. And I'm sitting there like, boys, listen, listen, what you're asking me to tell you is what people pay me $3,000 or more to teach them. And you're trying to piecemeal this together without all the information. And I'm not being a dick, but I'm not giving you for free what other people pay a lot of money to get access to. And so I heard twice this week, well, you know, I can find it on YouTube. Yes, bless your heart, go to YouTube, good luck with it. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. What I mean is, until you are ready to bet on yourself, I can't help you. YouTube is there, YouTube can help you. And both of these people had said to me in in various ways, look, I've already spent a lot of money. And I'm like, yeah, well, it sounds like you need to spend more. And I'm not coaching anyone on a, on a spend. I'm not, I'm not convincing anyone that they need to spend money to come and work with me or that I am the absolute answer for them. No, I don't, I don't do that. I'm not sleazy selling. I am here. I know what I'm worth. I have lots of people paying me already. It is up to them to realize that until they bet on themselves and their business, they are going to flail endlessly. They're going to give up. They're going to get frustrated. Their courses are not going to get put into the world. And if they do, they're not going to be the quality that they wanted them to be. So both of these people said to me, I'm just afraid it's not going to sell. And so they're not putting money into it because they're afraid it's not going to sell. You know what happens when you're afraid something's not going to sell? It doesn't fucking sell. And what you're telling your customer is, you're not worth me investing in this thing. So here's my hack together version of it. Please buy it. And then people wonder why people don't buy it. Right? Entrepreneurs wonder all the time. How come nobody bought my online course? Well, were you only thinking of yourself when you created it? Or were you thinking of investing in your business, which is an actual living thing in the world that needs money? It is fuel in the gas tank. Were you only thinking of what you were losing by spending that money or what you've lost in previous hands at the poker table, not what you could win in this round? The hesitancy of people to, occur, to you know, continue to put money into their business after they've been burned is real and it's legitimate. But what I have to tell you is every time you do it, you learn something else. And also my program works. There's no risk here. These people are calling me and asking me for this advice because they trust me, but they don't trust themselves to spend that money. 
It's not about me. That's why I will sit here and talk frankly about it all day long. It's not about me. It's not that I'm doing a bad job selling. It's not that my product isn't worth it. That is all in their heads. They got burnt before. They don't trust themselves to bet again. When what I can tell you is true about gambling in life and business, you will only get a different result if you try again. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about how I help entrepreneurs just like you create online courses quickly and easily, please visit heatherdevoe.com slash thinkbigmovefast. I will teach you practical, tactical, and actionable steps to go from idea to fully finished, functional, ready to sell online course in just 30 days flat. Short on time? I got you. No idea where to start? Let's talk. I'm the leading instructional design coach for entrepreneurs who want to create online courses faster and easier than ever before. I make online course creation simple so you can make it faster.